Hello everyone and welcome to the What's the Least podcast, the podcast where we aim to entertain and bring you behind the scenes and into the minds of my favorite dancers in hopes that it can help you in your dance journey and maybe you can apply it in your life too. For our fourth guest of the season, we have someone who is an creative entertainer, undeniably one of the biggest clowns in Project, arguably one of the best freestylers in NZ, he is a part of Hooligans, Hype Rush Empire, Project Team, and the main reason why you all know him, the guy from New Zealand's Got Talent, my friend, John Vaipale, aka Happy Feet. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up, Welcome what's G. up? Did you like that last one, G? Yeah, thanks, G, thanks, G. Oh, a bit of a note, also, um, I'm a part of um, Instance Movement, shout out to Instance Movement, my b-boy crew. <laughs> Oh, wow. yeah. Didn't know that one, G. Um, all right, G. What's what's one random fact that like people don't know about you? You know. Um. Oh damn! One random fact that people don't know about me. Oh shucks. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm actually, I actually have to think about this, because I tend to let everyone know what they know about me. Mm. I think one random fact that people don't know about me is um. I was a thief when I was a child. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to go into the stories or will we leave that for another time? We leave that for another uh, time. Up to you. Is it part of your questions or you want me to go into the stories? I can go into it if you want me to. Up to you, G. Up to you. Uh, yeah. It's up to you. Um, yeah. So one thing that I think nowadays everyone's always thinking like, oh, it's happy feet. Like, he's just like pretty good dancer and all of that stuff. And he's funny. But like, I think one one thing that people don't know is that yeah, I was like a bit of a thief, um, when I was growing up as a kid in Clinton. I used to like steal a lot, stuff from like the warehouse, the New World, Dairy, two dollar shops. Shout out to all those places, <laughs> and shout out, shout out to the stores I stole from. <laughs> yeah, no, like it was. It was for, like, those obvious reasons as a kid, like, you can't have it or you can't afford it, so what else are you going to do? You're going to go and get it yourself with that five-finger discount. Mm. But, um, yeah, I eventually got caught, which was good because I learned from it. That's the main part, so you learn from your mistakes. I got caught. Shout out to the lady who ran outside from warehouse and found me. Oh, Yeah, I thought I made it outside the door, and and I was like, oh, you're sweet. I got the toy. And then turned around and there was this like lady from warehouse. She was running down and she's like, "You come back here." And I'm like, "Oh, that was it." Oh, did you not run? Did you just nah, follow I, her? Because I walked out, so I yeah. was a calm stealer. I yeah. wasn't one of those thieves oh, that would come and okay. be like grabbing a run. Like yeah. I was like a calm. Like I was funny enough. People didn't realize, but I was like the planner. Yeah. So it was a group of us kids. Yeah. And so I was the one who was always like planning what everyone's doing. So for example, I would get one of my mates to ask or stall mm. while the rest and try turn the worker around oh. not facing the door yeah. so we could get out ah. there was one time when it was just me and my mate um vincent and yep. so shout out to my mate vincent he's <laughs> my childhood best friend yeah vincent Africa, if you're around but um yeah me and my mate vincent and so there was this one where we pretend that he was sick Yep. But really, he had the toy under his jumper. Oh. And so he would just be sick, and I would pat his back. And I patted his back and would rub his back all the way out. Oh, the, like, dude, I used to, Yeah, I, I used to, like, plan it, bro, with yeah. me and my friends. So we we weren't just those thieves that would run in and just grab it and hope for the best. Like, 
I never liked that way of stealing. I was actually like a, I'd rather be out there like calmly get out yeah. and then everything was sus. But one time we got caught, it didn't work out. I think there was a flaw in my plan and lady ran out, caught us, took us in, cops came, jumped in the car with them only to find out that I lived right next door to the shopping center. Oh, they didn't have to drive far. They're like, where do you live? Said my address and they're like, oh dude, you're like right here. <laughs> So we drove there, rocked up to my house, and I was in the backseat of the cop car, and um, and my mom and was gardening with my um, brother and sister, and I think that was like the funniest moment when I think back to it because like she looked at me and she was just like, "Oh yo, you about to get this?" <laughs> she was just like, "Oh yo, sweet, yo, I'm gonna teach you the lesson," and we all know what the lesson was, and so. Um, yeah, and from that point, I just, like, learned, what did I, no, 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 I, I I went, I went back one more time. Damn. Yeah, so. Did you get caught? Yeah, yeah, it was the second time, so after the second time, I got caught, that's when they put the three-year ban on me. Oh, three years? Yeah. Holy But it was, it it intended to end up only being a two-year ban because, um, what do you call it, I remember just. Um, walking through one yeah. time I just like was like ah, stuff it so I walked through and um, I saw the security guard there and he knew about the three year ban and so the security guard was like oh John come into the office and so we went to the office and he was just talking to me and he just said like are you still stealing and be honest with me and I liked the guy he was a old dude he was real like calm, uh, calm. like everyone in the area respected him so I didn't want to, I didn't mistreat him, I didn't lie to him, so I was like, no, I'm not stealing anymore, like, after that second time, when I got caught, and then I went back home again, ugh, and then the discipline happened, after that second time, I kind of learned from it, and then, so when this, this old dude was like, are you still stealing, I was like, nah, I'm not, and that was the truth, I wasn't stealing, Mm -hmm. I kind of was like, oh dude, I'm over it, because I'm over getting caught, (laughs) and so like, um, I told him no, I was honest with him, and then he was just like, okay, okay, cool. And he lifted the ban. Oh, and so he lifted, nice. it was a three-year ban, but he lifted the ban in like a year and, actually, I don't know, I, I'll just say two years. Yeah. So he, I, I still had one more year, but dude, I couldn't take it because I live right next to the shopping oh. center. So like, I need to go there or whenever I was told to like, go buy fish and chips, I had to like, hide. Because mm. if, if any of the guards saw me, they'd be like, you're not allowed here, like, get out. Yeah. And so, um, it was cool. He lifted the ban and then let all the other guards know, the um, security guards around the area. And then I was back. And then from then on, I just changed. I was just like, oh, nah. I mean, I changed as a kid when I was yeah. a kid. And then later on, you, as a teenager, you still kind of make bad st- decisions yeah, at times. Says. But at that time, yeah, I learned from it. It was cool. Oh, no, it was not cool. Yeah. No, I regret that. Oh, the Sorry. lesson, lesson. Was <laughs> it was a lesson, yes. Yeah. It was a lesson well learned. Lesson well learned. Well, that's fuzzy because um, when, I, when I searched it up, yeah. uh, it, said, it said that you only were banned for one year. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't realize it was three. But it was now actually it three. I kind of, in the interview, yeah. I was supposed to say three because yeah. it was a video. Yeah. But I only said one because if I said three, it just seemed kind of like... Like, really, really bad. Yeah. So I just kind of thought, also, the guy who was interviewing me, he's just like, up to you. You can say, like, three. Mm. And I, 
at the time I was just like, oh, I don't want to seem that bad. So yeah. I kind of just said one. But the truth was, I it was actually three. Which doesn't make a difference if it was one, two, or three. Like, yeah. I was still banned hard, hard. from the shopping center, which was kind of like a, from stupid decisions. Mm. But, like, you learn from it. You learn from it. You know what I mean? Shout out to Clinton uh, Shopping Center. Yeah, shout out to Clinton Shopping Center. Um, cool. Thank you for not giving me a lifetime ban. Hard. <laughs> thank you for helping him feed himself. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if you uh, if also you don't know about John, uh, John was actually the person that helped me come up with the name What's the Dillies unintentionally. Mm. Uh, we went down to Battle on the Bays. I asked him. He said, because he didn't, I didn't, bro, did you think yeah, we were going to nah, win? No, nah, I didn't think yeah. we were going to win. I swear. When we were sitting there. Yeah. And do you remember? I, I don't know if you remember. Oh, you probably do. But like when they were calling out second place. Yeah. Do you remember us standing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we were, were getting st- ready to clap yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. standing up because we were like, okay, cool. Let's go grab our second place trophy yeah. because I remember that night we were watching Seoul and we were like, yeah. oh, actually Seoul is actually quite yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah. They were clean and stuff. And then like, yeah, when they said second place, Seoul, bro, we, oh, dude, I just remember us all falling and dying mm. and laughing and just being like, what the heck? It was hectic. It was, it was hectic. And then, yeah, we won and flipping. What's because <laughs> it's because of the bit, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't realize that like you remembered the mm. bit. You know what I mean? That whole like, if we win, like I'll shout us dinner. I said that to motivate us, bro. bro. At the time, at the time, okay. So this was at a comp we did called Battle on the Base, and we were in the Mega Crew, the uh, no, adult adult division, mm. and there were only two teams. So it was out of us and Salt. Yeah. So we we came in and we were just having fun. Like we were just a bunch of boys having fun. That's pretty much what the hooligans is, you know. So we came in, we were gonna have some fun. And we didn't expect to get first. We were like, yo boys, this is just a mean trip. Like we, yo, we salt was yeah, good. Bro. Exactly. And we had so much fun. Like we were just chilling. We had Airbnb, we were chilling hard out mm. and it was cool. It was like heaps of memories made. So we were coming in with the intention of, yo, let's just do us and then whatever happens, happens. So when John said, hey guys, uh, uh, if we get first place, I'll show you guys dinner. And the thing is, he said that because all of us weren't in that mindset of getting first. We were just there to, you know. I just wanted us, I just wanted to motivate us to, because yep. I remember we were just at the Airbnb yep. and we trained for like an hour and a bit mm. and then we were just chilling yep. and I was like, oh dude, maybe we should keep training a little mm. bit more. So I made that flipping stupid bit, but it, what came out was funny. And he still didn't uh, shout us down. So. I didn't because man's was on broke. Yes. Yeah. But, you know what? It did motivate us, and we did get first somehow, which is you know it's amazing. Cool. It was amazing. I loved it though. Yeah. I loved it. And then the the name coming out. Oh. Yeah. And then from there, I remember everyone cracking up, because it was like, so the story is we're like in the van. It's the 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 thing is over, and we're all in the van in the parking lot, and I'm just about to turn the van on so we can head back and grab some food, and then head back to our um Airbnb. And then it's kind of quiet. Everyone's like tired. People on their phones, and then all you hear is this, this like this faint voice, like this faint voice in the back of the van, and it just yells out, "What's the dillies?" Yo, John. So what's the dillies with dinner? Yeah. And I was like, first of all, don't ever in your life say that word dillies like we all know what it means, mm. and everyone in the van, all the boys just started. 
dying and cracking Gee, up. You know what's messed up though? You guys all laughed at me. But you guys said Dilly's more than I ever did. Bro. Yeah, you we did. We did. Like you guys always made fun of me for it. And I'm just it like was... I said it once. I said it once that whole <laughs> night, bro. And you guys kept saying it. And it's just like, bro, come on, boys. It was the fun dude. And then like from then on, the rest of the like the rest of the weekend, dude, that was your name, G. Yeah. Like no one called you Andy anymore. Like from that that one moment in the car park, dude, your name was not Andy. It's just like they were like, yo, Dillies. What's mm. the like, what's the Dillies? Oh. Yeah. It was funny, man. That that was like a highlight. That was one of the highlights of that weekend. And actually, um, last uh, at the end of last year, we had our little Christmas kit together for Project. And uh, I'm not sure, did you come up with the awards or did Mele come up with the awards? Oh, we came up. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, we both came up with some of the awards, yeah. We had like a kind of prize giving, I guess. And mm. um, we had awards given out. And we had like a few real awards and a few fake ones. And I got a fake one that was the What's the Dillies Award. Yeah, what's the Dillies Award. For always wanting to know what's happening. <laughs> that was a good reason, that was actually That was actually really that was accurate. That a legit reason. That's, that's accurate as I'm always asking what's that's happening. That's accurate. Like, if you know Andy, yeah. you'll know that he love Like, he always wants to know, which is a good thing. But it's just funny. When you got that award, it was like, the next award is, what's the Dillies award? Mm. And everyone knew who it was for. Exactly. Like, no one no one was like, oh, who's it for? Bro, just dying. That was so funny, man. Do you know why I always ask what's the Dillies? Because you guys never invite me to things. <laughs> you guys never invite me to things. I always see it on the story. I always see it on the project story. Bro, I always see you it on your what? personal stories. That's because we always, like, sometimes by accident, we... We we make like a plan. Like, send, oh, me a train. Text, <laughs> send me a jar. Send me a text. We make random training nights, and then like we forget to invite everyone. Yeah. And we're like, and then we're in the training, and we're like, why is it so empty? It's like, oh duh, because we didn't tell anyone else by accident. But yeah, I'll send you a text. I'll send you a text, Andy. I'll send you a text. Fuck, he's not gonna send me a text. They never send me text. <laughs> you know what? I got a DM from Tommy. He was like, bro. Fuck, how come Project Name invites you to things? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, G. You know, it's funny. Oh, it's the fact that we like handy love everyone. And we <laughs> love you too. But we don't, we always forget to like yeah. invite people. Hard. Oh, Sorry, like, shout nah, out to nah, everyone nah, else that saw that and just the only saw us and no one else in Project and those jams. Shout out to all the people that always uh, reach out to me and invite me to things. <laughs> all right, uh, before we uh, skate our way to the main questions and get our groove on with this episode, we're going to bounce right back and rock the boat a little bit by sliding into John's personal life wow. and getting to know him a bit more. And if you didn't know, that is what, John, what did I just uh, emphasize? The five? Yeah. Skate, groove, bounce, rock. Oh, right. bro. How dare you? Yeah? How dare you bring the hip-hop foundations? Yeah, let's go. See, I did my... It's a bit corny, but I, you know, I did my searching. <laughs> All right, this is a segment I call... Changing tires with John by Oh Bale. my gosh. <laughs> Changing oh, tires oh, with John by Bale, oh, aka Tinder Feet. <laughs> <laughs> if you know about changing tires, then this is this is a good one. Alright. So this I was didn't think you're gonna expose me like that. Nah wow. nah, they don't know what it's about, bro, but we won't have to go deep into it, you know? Yeah. If they yeah. ask you, they ask you, but if they don't, this is just a fun name. Alright, bro. What's your go to place um to eat? And what's the dish you always order? Oh, damn. All right, cool. My go-to place to eat would be usually, like, some fast food joints. But if I were to really, like, um, name a place that I go to and then yeah. what I would eat from there a lot, yeah. I'd say, uh, 
Oh, bro, you know what? Food Junction. Mm-hmm. Um, the chicken korma. Nice. With the garlic, uh, the garlic cheese naan. Bro, I don't know if, if you guys ever go to Food Junction. Oh, this is a well-known place. That, that place that does the butter chicken. Stop grabbing that butter chicken, bro. It's average. Yeah. Grab that chicken korma. Yeah. That garlic cheese naan. Yeah. Ah, that's beautiful. Hey, you really got to switch it up because... Indian Indian food actually has so much depth for flavor. Bro. Oh, dude, dude! Yeah. It's not just colors, man. Like Hard. they taste good as well. Hard. Um. Okay. Question two. You went to De La Salle College. What was the best and worst thing about going there? First of all, it's De La Salle. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Sorry, tell me what that. Not the what? De La Salle. <laughs> not the. De- I didn't Gee. say Manu Rewa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, English, you English the, is my second language The best worst? Yeah, w- what's the best and worst thing about going there? Oh, okay mm. um, Okay, best thing about going to um, De La Salle yeah. And for those who don't know You spend, like, at the normal high school You spend five years But at De La Salle You spend seven years at hey. there Yeah, year oh. 7 to year 13 Oh, that's cool that's, yeah. But um, the best thing about De La Salle I reckon was the brotherhood The mm. friendship and the brotherhood of La Salle Um when you go there, you're you're part of that brotherhood. You join it, and then because you and your form, you guys spend seven years together. You yeah. create a very very strong bond yeah. from when you guys are in intermediate year seven to when you hit year thirteen leaving together. So the brotherhood is strong. If anything, even though we may not be well connected, like we may not be, because there's still cliques. Yeah. yeah, people still have their cliques and mm-hmm. their group, but when when it, something needs requires all of us or one of our brothers is maybe sick or like terminally ill or something mm-hmm. we all come together and I yeah. think that's the one thing I love about um, De La Salle I think the worst thing I, I don't like about I didn't like about De La Salle when I was going there mm-hmm. oh man there was quite a few yeah but I'd say <laughs> one that was like oh yeah, one that was super annoying yeah. was um, when you meet girls now, when I when I say when you meet girls, the yep. one thing that was super annoying is that De La Salle was such a well-known school that whenever you met a girl from another school, yep. they always, always knew someone. And I think that was super annoying. Really? Like, literally. Like, How's so, like, the goal, uh, yep. um, a lot of people don't realize, but, like, one of the like goals of of a De La Salle boy when he's like, um, you know, in high school and you're trying to and you're you know in that kind of like I want to get a girlfriend yep. phase, yep. is trying to find a girl who doesn't know anyone from La Salle. Hey. Yeah, cause dude, I met so many girls and then at first it'll be cool and in the moment they're like, oh yeah, do you know or yep. oh my gosh, you go La Salle, you must know and it just became annoying. I finally found one during my time. I think it was year eleven or twelve. I found Let's one girl. Go. Um, and she um, she went to Rose Hill, which yeah. was crazy. But um, I remember I was talking to her. We connected real well. And she was a dancer as well. Oh. I actually met her on a um, music video shoot. Um, but like, she was a dancer as well. Do we know her? Do we? Is she nah, still nah, she's not, she's oh, not. She's not around. around. She's not yeah, around yeah. anymore. But like, um, and what, what made me like, like her even more yeah. was when I was like, when I said, oh, I'm from La Salle. Do you know anyone from Lasso? And she was like, nope. I was oh. like, oh, oh, that's it. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it's so hard. Like, yeah. Lasallians know, like, so much. Or, like, 
a lot of people know so much Lasallian boys, and we're yeah. only a school of one thousand boys. But mm. <sighs> maybe I think the boys just get around too much. Fuck. Stupid. But that was like a bad thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. our school was what too well known. It was just annoying. But it was, I love the brotherhood too. Bro, that's so interesting, G. That's crazy answer. Um, Christian Free, your what's your favorite song to sing in the shower? Oh man, I know you got one, bro. You always sing. Suckers. Yeah, I think um, uh, Oh, dude You know what? It would have to be um, Oh my gosh I think there's heaps But I don't. I can't remember the title It would be um, Breaking My Heart Or people know it as Pretty Brown Eyes By um, oh, What's the Oh, dude I know the Is it by Destiny's Child? Nah, nah It's that Dun-dun Pretty Dun-dun that boom, pretty brown eyes. Ah, oh, damn, oh, I damn. Ah, oh, so um, that's one either that or any any boys to men. Yeah. Oh, yo. Bro, any yep. boys to men in the shower, G, because the acoustics. Yeah. It makes you see mm. like you're not like the best singer, but when but when you have good acoustics in the bathroom, dude, it has like it oh, has the best favorite boys to men song. Oof, Gee, mine's say, always been the knee. Really? Bended. Yeah, bro. I oh, love that song, dude, dude. My one's always um end of the road. Oh yeah, that was beastie. Dude, that, that, that yeah. one comes in strong in that chorus. Mm. And if you you always wonder why singers always make covers in their bathroom, it's yep. for that reason. Because mm. the acoustics in the bathroom for some reason are always good. But if my song that I always sing, end of the road, bro. Are yes. uh, question four. Where did the name DJ? Oddix. Oh no <laughs> way, G. So this is DJ Oddix spelled O D D I K. Oh, I did my research. I did my oh, research. You did, bro. You did. This Dude, was, I haven't uh, heard that name in ages. Did I say it right? Or, yeah, DJ yeah. Oddix. Um, do you want to fill the the people <laughs> in on what DJ okay. Oddix is? <laughs> okay. Uh, for those who don't know, I should have said this as my random thing. People don't mm, know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who kind of know me, they know that I like um, I make music. Like I like to make beats. I like to make remixes nowadays. But what? But then obviously, when making beats, you know, the first one of the first questions would be, "Oh, how did you start? Or where did you start?" Yeah. And DJ Olek is where I started. Mm-hmm. So way back in like 2011, 2010 around those days I was introduced to Fruit Loops mm. a software called Fruit Loops yeah. um, um, that's truly the OG software yeah my friend um, shout out to Daniel Pinu that guy was, is a good childhood friend of mine he was the one who introduced me to Fruit Loops and so um, I used to always go over his house and so we would always make beats and stuff it wasn't the best beats yeah it was not the best beats yeah I, I, had, and, I had to listen to a few <laughs> And also, bro, yeah, uh, back then, I was, um, this is a story for another time, but I was handy into techno. Yep, I loved yep. techno, and that was all thanks to my brother. Shout out to my brother, Jackson. He used to um, go to, like, uh, when he was going out to clubs and raves and that, um, he used to always bring back CDs of, the, of these techno songs and play it out loud in our house. And obviously, when you grow up, you listen to what you grow up around. Yep. So, I I love techno, and so um, I started making techno 
as you probably heard, yeah. and it was terrible. Like when you listen to it now, dude. Back then, I was like, "Yo, this is fire." <laughs> I was like, "This is fire, bro." Yeah. But now, if I listen to it now, G, it's like completely the opposite. Eh? Um, but DJ Otic, the name came around because uh, it was like so. DJ Otic. Yeah. Have you ever thought of it backwards? Yeah, kiddo. Yeah. Yeah. And because I was a kid mm. and I said kiddo and I was like, oh. And then I think I found that there was another DJ called DJ Kiddo. Yeah. And I was like, damn it, like the name's taken. Mm. And so I thought, oh, let's just flip it. So yeah. I flipped it around and that's when Audit came. And dude, I was like, before I discovered SoundCloud, or I didn't even know if SoundCloud was around that time, but like I was hard out posting my techno tracks onto like. YouTuber and they were I remember we, I, I got my first comment from someone like random yeah got my first comment on one of my beats and he said that the beats that this he was like oh this song makes me feel nostalgia and I don't know oh, what the hell nostalgia what? is yeah but I was like I bro I was like so happy eh? but it's funny is that was dude that's so long ago man yeah, oh my bro. gosh I forgot about that actually bro, honestly I was surprised to see those checks a lot I was oh. like you must have forgot about that account, eh? Dude. Yeah, you dude, definitely, definitely I did. Forgot. Actually, I forgot about that account, like, Hundy. That was... And when I was a kid, like, yep. putting those tracks up, yep. you know how kids are, they have, like... Bro, big, I reckon you thought you were me, eh? Bro, yeah, dude, yeah, I was know. like... I was like, dude, a few more weeks, bro, and I'm going to be DJing for thousands yep. of people. <laughs> I don't even know how to DJ, bro. I don't know why I even chucked that DJ name on it. But, oh, yeah, dude, that's a throwback. Shuckers. If you guys want to listen to some magic, search that up on YouTube, guys. Uh, question five. What's the most embarrassing moment you've experienced as a kid? As a kid? Oh, man. Okay, the most embarrassing. I don't think I have the most embarrassing. I just have, like, several embarrassing ones. you got to pick, like, the one that sticks with you the hardest. Have to. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, damn. Okay. 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 The uh, very embarrassing moment as yep. a kid. I'd say. Okay. So there was this one time. Mm-hmm. There's one of the um, quite embarrassing ones. There was one time I um, not a long story. It's just I had to play Santa in our um. And our school um, performance yeah. in primary, and we didn't have any Santa clothes, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh crap!" And so I used to take um, hoodies to school. Yeah, but and then I was just like, "I do." I and the reason why I was embarrassing is because I did not want to play Santa. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to just be one of the kids that was singing the song in the back, yeah. like in the choir. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, John, you're gonna be Santa," and I'm like. Why? Mm. And like you're gonna be center. You're gonna have to dance like in front of like all our school. And our school's only like five hundred kids. Yeah. But when you're a kid, yeah, that's like a that million. That's a million, yeah. bro. You're just like, oh nah. And so like, we didn't have any center clothes too. So bro, they just literally my teacher. She literally just grabbed a hoodie. Oh, well, my hoodie, because she knew I always bought one. Mm-hmm. She put it over me and then just stuffed a pillow under my stomach, oh, dude. Yeah. And I was like, no way. Mm. But, and then she just gave me a Christmas hat and was like, now you're center. And I was like, the production value for this production is quite <laughs> <Yeah>. low. <laughs> I was like, far out. 
guys, what are we doing? It's like the production value is just terrible right now. But dude, and then when it came to the performance, yeah. I um, I was like, my moment was coming up because then there's a the choir would split in half and mm-hmm. I would walk through and I would dance and so I was like, oh man, okay, this is it, like. It's about to go down. Mm. And so I like took a deep breath. Like, do you know those those moments in like Stomp the Yard when they're like, yeah, yeah. Yep, and they awesome. put the glove on, but yeah. I was like, and then put the Christmas hat on. <laughs> and I was like, make sure that the, the pillow underneath my stomach is tight. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. Stomp the Yard style. But they like, um, they opened up and I went, I walked in and I was like, all right, cool. And so I started dancing. Yep. I was just like doing random stuff. I did the worm and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm just waving around bro and so i had never done a split before in my life and so i thought like oh bro like the the um was it was it the energy i'll just say adrenaline the adrenaline that's the word the adrenaline was like kicking in dude Uh but i just was like that's it g these people i'm about to give these people the split bro yeah yeah and uh, all the and so my shorts were quite tight. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, it's about to go down. And when I went down and split G, yeah. bro, it was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, G. Oh. And it wasn't those small rips. Like, it was like front to back <laughs> in front of the school, G. Jeez. And like, um, so when I felt it, yeah, I, um, I was like, I went down, yeah, and I didn't feel it at first. Actually, I was just like, "Oh, yo, kept dancing." I actually felt it when I stood up, <laughs> and when I stood up, um, my thighs could touch, like the skin <laughs> of my thighs could touch, and I was like, "What the heck?" And then the worst, the stupid decision I made that yeah. time was I I checked in front yeah. of everyone. Oh, so I checked and I was like, oh, "Bro, dude, I ran like to the back of the choir." Oh, and then I ran to the back of the choir I hid behind it I wasn't supposed to like I was supposed to stand there and just keep dancing but Mm -hmm. nah man so I ran to the back of the choir I like hid behind him took off the hoodie Mm. I like tied it oh man it was embarrassing dude that was so embarrassing and I I think some of the kids like if not the whole school saw it but I think they're just being polite and not laughing but I'm sure people were dying G Dude, that was like really bad. And like, what made it worse is, um, no, no, what made it worse actually was, um, my mom was like angry because she was just like, stop ripping your pants because I, oh. I was an active kid. Yeah, so yeah. I was always playing around, always ripping clothes. But just like that time of ripping it, like mm-hmm. in front of the, oh, traumatizing. But that's actually rough, G. PTSD, bro. I feel for you, bro. That's rough as. PTSD on all capitals. But hey, it was it was a fun memory. I loved it. I love that memory. Those it always cracks me up. But to know that it, I did it and it happened, wear looser clothes, bruv. Actually, that's that's such a John move though. Cause it is. It. I'm not surprised, bro, yeah, but that it happened to me. You've had so many. I think oh, not really embarrassing moments on stage, but I've seen you cake it a few times, <laughs> dude. And it's all because of the same reason, like adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. Like um, another one is I. Um, what do you call it? I did a side flip off a stage at MH when we yeah, were performing. Yeah, I was there. G, I dude, saw it, bro. Dude, we, we were all like, uh, so uh, we were performing for MH's last um term term day and thing something. I mentioned this on Mikey's episode, but we were we were all performing together, and John wasn't meant to like. 
I don't think you're meant to do that flip that hard, right? You're meant yeah. to just do a side flip, but you ended up doing like a corkscrew or something. Yeah, dude, I twisted yeah, twice, bro. bro. And then so I I put too much momentum. So I can flip. Yeah. I can flip. I can control my flips mm. too. But I I put too much momentum into this one side flip mm. that I actually spun twice, almost three times. And so because I've never spun twice um, or more than twice ever in my life of like flipping, mm. dude, my body, my mind just didn't know how to land it. Yep. And so, yeah, dude, I did that full face plant, bro. Like, and that was in front of like a whole bunch of kids. Oh, I just took a reference as well. The stage is uh, probably how high do you reckon it is? Like, wow. I'd say the stage is like, oh, what, what's something I can like, like, okay, your usual park bench. Yeah. Times two, I reckon yeah, that's how yeah, high yeah. the stage was. Yeah, sense. yeah. So it was quite high, and I think I wasn't ready for that much height. Yeah. So when I double span, dude, and then the worst part of that of that experience was I had to still stay there for the rest mm-hmm. of the day, and I was like super embarrassed. Like no one could see it, but I <laughs> yeah. was so embarrassed. I even told Millie, I was like, dude, I'm like hella embarrassed. Dude. Like I actually don't want to be here. <laughs> For the rest of the day And Millie was like Don't worry Like it'll be fine The mm. kids will forget about it And I'm like No they won't No they won't But I carried on in the day And I think what made me better Is that Some of the kids They At MH They Cracked up with me mm. So they They came up to me And they were just like Gee you kicked that flip And they just laughing with me And I yeah. was like Okay That's that's funny Because if they were just like Laughing and looking at me Then yeah. I'd be like oh, Damn it Like you'll feel it mm. But I think it was when some of the kids actually like came to me and said I caked it and were laughing with me and made it eased me. Mm. And Miller was right, like in a few in in a few days to a week, people forgot about it. Yeah. Like they're just like, Oh yeah, cool. Like I was walking around school and still helping out with dancers and stuff and people were just still still saying like, Hey John, like just normal. Mm. So that was cool. But that was embarrassing that day. That was another very embarrassing moment. Crikey. But my favorite part about that whole experience was just knowing that John didn't have to do like the flip that hard and then when he did it like no one was everyone in the team wasn't expecting him to do more than a side flip because yeah. he cause he did a side flip in one of them and we're like oh okay he's just gonna do a side flip off but when he when he spanned twice and he landed I looked around and everybody was laughing I was like gee isn't okay if you wanna know what project experience is like how we are we just laughed at John before we even helped him there. Yeah. And that was <laughs> it's kinda sad, that, but it's, that's that's the crew mentality. It's so funny. It's so funny, bro. It's so funny. It was so it was funny, funny. When oh. Good experience, good experience. Uh cool. Uh question six. <coughs> Rank these anime from best to worst. One Punch Man, Demon Slayer, and Naruto. Best to worst. <laughs> Mm. We got a weeb question. What's up? Okay, okay, yep. okay. My personal, mm-hmm. this is my personal opinion, and if anyone wants to disagree, yeah, you keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, my personal opinion, I'd say number three, Demon. Yeah. Number two, Naruto, and number one, 
One Punch Man. Now, wow, before, before, before people get yeah. angry, because I know I know a lot of weaves and all of that are going to be like, nah, bro, like, shut your mouth. Hey, fuck Weave Nation, what's up? Bro, I understand. Yeah. Naruto is dope, and I love it, bro. Uh, Naruto had the best storyline. That's childhood line, memories, okay? bro. That is childhood memories. Yeah. I, I used to stay up and watch it hard out. Your name's, your club name's uh, Shinobi, what's up? Come on, bro. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Let me get to it, let yeah. me get to it. Now, the only reason why I'm not saying that One Punch Man is way better, mm. I'm not saying that the storyline is way better. There's yeah. so many things in Naruto that, that, um, that totally kills off One Punch Man. Yeah. And even I agree to that. Yeah. I, I own up to that. The only reason why I I say One Punch Man is like dope is because the character Saitama is relatable to me. Like oh. I can relate to Saitama in terms of his attitude, in terms yeah. of how he is. Mm. When I say that, so Naruto, I... I I, I love that dude yeah. and he's a killer bro. Under, underdog story bro. Uh, underdog story how yeah. like how yeah how yeah but like when I think of like someone I can relate to bro like for some reason Saitama is it mm. someone who's like is lazy yeah bro a chick yeah I love being lazy mm-hmm. someone who's like laid back and chill chick I love lay. I, I love to be laid back I love to chill I love to just relax someone who's like who's um Okay, someone who who's good but yep. doesn't brag about it. Mm. I I I win battles in oh, I win battles in dance, and but I don't I don't go off everywhere bragging like oh I won but I won all of these battles mm. oh but I won this I'm just like I won cool yo like solid let's go eat like right. you know what I mean yeah. I I feel like I can relate to Saitama and connect with him and be him but. Everything, but that's the only reason. Everything else, Naruto kills it. Like, mm. hell yeah. Yeah. Like, storyline, yeah. plot twists, mm. characters, background of characters, every, like, everything you can think of, Naruto is killing it, like, hella hard. But in terms of a character I can just relate and connect to, I'd say Saitama. Mm. And then shout out to Demon Slayer, because yeah. that anime just came out last year and, like, was killer, like... It surprised everyone. It was like top 10, top 20. I don't know. Uh, it just like jumped in the, it, it like came almost the same, like um, in the like top ranking animes, like it jumped in top 20 or top 10, like within its first um week or month of being released. And it was crazy. Like, cause you look at like Bleach and that, they've been around for years. Yeah. Then this one anime, Demon Slayer is like recent and just like killed it. So, Demon Slayer is dope. Mm. Naruto is hella dope. Crazy fire. But Saitama is relatable. Bro, have you kept up with um, Ayama the latest episode of Demon Slayer? They haven't dropped the second season yet, eh? Yeah, they haven't. Yeah, I'm up. They're the dim. Bro, it's is, gonna get crazy, dude. Is that, is that before the, um, when the, the mission's the train? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I got too excited and I read all the way up to... I'm like quite far ahead, actually, yeah. You're dumb. For, it's so crazy yeah. I'm at the I think I'm at the final The last arc And it's Insane G <clears throat> I love like I love manga mm-hmm. Like don't give me <clears throat> Yeah No wait Actually let me pronounce it properly I love manga Yeah But I think If I start something In manga Yeah That's how I'm gonna finish it mm. But if I start something In anime Yeah true Very true I'm gonna finish in anime You know what I mean yeah. So like Like I'm, I, I was like that too I was like dude like I can't wait for the second season like mm. I, I wanna know something yeah. 
but then I, I've just like kind of calmed myself down and been like, oh no, just wait for it. Like, mm. I started it as an anime. Naruto, I started that in manga. Like, what well, I'm reading the, the, the books back at the library and stuff. Dude, that was the first time I ever read left to right. Mm. You know how like Japanese, yep. I was like, I read, I remember jumping like, opening for the first time and I was like, this can't be right. And then, yeah, I read it left to right, but, yeah, I think I'll just have to. I'll just wait. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. All right. Uh, a few questions left, bro, and then we can just move on. So, who do you think is the most known? You from New Zealand's Got Talent, or Sheldon from X Factor? Ooh. Who do who do you reckon gets the most? Uh, Ooh, that, oh. Shout out to Sheldon. Shout out to Shelly. Shout out to Shelly, bro. Miss you, G. Hope Glennon's treating you well. But you cut off your hair so no one likes you anymore. <laughs> oh, what? Nah, we're just I actually miss, I actually miss Afro Sheldon. Um, ooh, I like your new haircut, G. Who is, who is a bit more famous? Me and New Zealand's Got Talent or Sheldon and X Factor? Because um, I don't know how Sheldon's fame was. Yeah. But I'm going to say... I'm going to have to say... And this is totally biased. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say me. Bro, you hear that, Sheldon? Bro, Sheldon, you're trash, G. <laughs> no, no, it's not that, Sheldon. Bro, Sheldon, Sheldon you're, you're trash. You're G, trash, bro. You John just Shelly said G, you're trash. Bro. You are not trash. I love you, G. I'm only saying me because if I'm correct, Sheldon was in the band, eh? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was in the band, but when I did it, I was alone. Mm. I think I'm saying me, be, but I don't know how Shelly's fame was after yep. X Factor. Maybe he was getting hurt up heaps and mm. heaps of people used to be like, oh my gosh, that's the guy from um, X Factor. Yep. But I know how my fame was and my fame was very surprising. Yep. So I'd say me, but I'm going to be wrong. I love you, Sheldon. Yeah. Uh. Sheldon, you're trash, bro. <laughs> no, we just joking. We just joking. We just joking. We love you, Sheldon. Um, nah, Sheldon, you're popping off, bro. You were, you were. We're happy for you. Um, shout out to Blenny. Okay, question nine. When you were younger, you got hospitalized twice for dancing accidents. Oh, you have yeah. a crack on each of your collarbones. Yeah. How did, like, what was that accident actually? Oh, uh, okay. Um, Bro, was it actually ac- dancing? No, nah, it was dancing. It was okay, dancing. See, so see, it see. was, uh, yeah, I remember this day vividly. Do you know how you remembered the really... Yeah. Bad and really good days, but uh-huh. you don't remember anything in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I remember this day very vividly. It was rainy. Um and then um out of nowhere, um there was a guy in shout out to a guy named John Belford. Um he was a senior when I was a junior. That guy was crack up, he was a um good he was a mean prefect as well, like solid. Always made sure that the juniors were okay and stuff. But I remember this one time so I was known as the dancer. Yeah. Like everyone knew me as the dancer. Mm-hmm. Um I think year eight or nine or something, people started to realize, oh, okay, this dude's a dancer. And so like in my junior years, um, it was it was a rainy day. And I remember when, um, when we were walking to the tuck shop to buy some food. And then when we were walking back, um, John Belford and some of the seniors were, um, I think they were on the side of the building underneath, just underneath the shade. And they had a speaker. Yeah. And then they were just, Obviously, because I was also, I was known as the dancer, but even amongst the seniors, I was known as the dancer. So when I was walking past, they were like, oh, oh, John, Mm. oh, John, 
I heard you I heard your mean dancer and I was like laughing but you know as a junior when the yeah. seniors talk to you you're like ha ha like you didn't know what to yeah. say <laughs> so I was cool. just yeah, yeah yeah so I was just like laughing I was like oh ha ha and I was just laughing and then John Beth was like yo let's battle oh and everyone everyone was like oh yeah, like cracking up and I thought he was joking because yeah. I was like I stood there with my chicken wrap and I was like oh ha 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 and I was going to continue walking yeah. with my mate but then he came down and he goes nah let's battle but he's like smiling he's yeah. like not saying that angry he's just like let's battle G yo 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 and I was just like oh oh what and then everyone formed a circle man uh-huh. and I was like what the heck is happening and so um, his mate turned on the speaker turned it up and then he just started like so John Balfour is not a dancer. That's yeah. the main thing. So yeah. he, whatever he's doing is not cool. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. So he was like doing he's like, like a clown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So he was doing a bit of that, like that um, old school, like crumping like, with the hurricane jerk. Yeah, it's a hurricane jerk. Yeah, yeah. He was doing some of that. Everyone was cracking up. He would, and he went on the ground and did something, and it was funny. And then he was just like, "Your turn," and I was like, "Oh, oh," and everyone was like, "Go, John, go," and my mate was like, "Go, G." And so I gave him my chicken wrap, took off my bag, and everyone was like, oh. And so for those who don't know, um, a lot of people don't know, but b-boying was my first style. Mm. So I was like learning b-boying as a young age. um, And so at that time I was like, all right, cool. I was was b-boying, but I wasn't the best b-boy. So I was doing a few b-boy moves. Everyone was like, oh. And then I did this one mistake, which Mm. caused it. And so what that mistake was and how the crack happened yeah. was that um, I jumped, like from standing position, yeah. I jumped onto my hands. So like I jumped into a handstand. Oh, bro. But what happened was that, so like I said, I wasn't the best b-boy and my body wasn't conditioned for Did the, you jump up or forward? I jumped like forward. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like I did a high jump, so I went like, and so when I jumped my hands and my arms weren't conditioned for that so when my hands laid on the ground I touched the ground my arms collapsed because they didn't know how to hold that weight they weren't trained to hold that weight so my arms collapsed and so I went straight onto my head like straight bang and this is concrete yeah so I went straight bang onto my head Jeez. and I didn't feel it that, and that's how it happened and yeah. everyone was like oh <laughs> dude they all thought it was a part of it yeah, yeah. so they were like oh and then it went onto my head <laughs> and I heard a crack like I in, inside you know you could yeah, hear yeah, inside yeah, yeah. dude I heard a, a little oh, and I was fuck. like but I didn't know what it was yeah. and also the adrenaline going back on that please don't do stupid stuff because yeah. of adrenaline it's really dangerous yeah. as you can hear from all of my stories but so that happened and then I stood up and I was, and everyone was like, oh, and then John Balfour came up to me and shook my hand, gave me a hug and all the boys were like tapping my, my back. They're like, oh, 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 yo. And then I was like, oh, yo, mean, mean, mean. And then, um, bro, and then when I tried to turn my head, G, pain. Oh, when I tried to turn my head, it was like, like, I couldn't even, I think the farthest I could turn was 45 degrees yeah. and then I couldn't go any further. And I was like sore as, but then I thought, oh no, I should be all right. Yeah. So I grabbed my food, I grabbed my bag, and then as we were walking back down to the junior area, uh-huh. I kept turning my head and I couldn't, I kept hurting. Yeah. And then I was like, oh dudes, I think something's wrong. Mm. And then a teacher came, and I was telling the teacher like, oh, my neck's like sore, mm. I can't turn my head. And then, dude, you know what this teacher did, bro? This teacher, because it's the old white, it's yeah. like an old man. Yeah. And so he he grabbed and he's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, buddy. And he shook my head, oh. bro. And it was like the sorest thing ever. And he was like laughing, but he was like, you'll be fine, buddy. Yeah. And I was just like, 
my head was getting shaken and my my neck was hurting bad mm. and i tried to continue on with my day but dude one like i i couldn't like it was just way too yeah. sore i went to the nurse told her it's way too sore and then i told her what happened and then my arms collapsed and then she put two and two together and was like your arm you hit the you hit you hit your head on the ground really hard and you can't turn your neck dude something's up mm. and so she um took me to the hospital um then from there and she let my parents know and then um in the hospital pretty much yeah things happened got an x-ray yeah and then found out from the x-ray that oh yeah hey by the way you have like you've cracked your collarbone and i'm like the fudge mm. and then so um this is the crazy thing now, this part is like the funny, crazy part. Okay, okay, okay. So, like you said, yep, I I do have two cracks on, on my collarbone, one yep. on each side. Yeah. But the doctor said one is new and one is old. Oh, And fuzzy. so I was like, what? And they're like, yeah. So the one on one side is, is the new crack that yep. you just done today. Yeah. But then there's the one on the other side that's actually, we checked it and it's it's old it seems like it's been there for a while oh Bro, and i looked at my parents and i yeah. was like in my head i was like did you just drop me like, <laughs> i was like did you guys drop me bro? Yeah. like but i didn't say it i was just like in my head i was just like i have an old crack in my neck and they're like yeah yeah so you have two fractures one fracture is a new one one's the old fracture and i'm like old fracture mm. but i never felt it for like my whole life i never knew that i had a fracture so yeah. i was just like hey yo like did you guys like drop me and never tell me or something? Mm. Like I can't remember, but yeah. Then I was in the hospital for a month or two. Had a neck cast for like like six months, bro. And uh, and then I healed. And then I healed. And now here I'm here. But dude, that experience crazy, man. Don't don't do anything if you're on adrenaline. Mm. Just like just chill, just chill. And that's the story of my um, fractures and my hospitalization. Definitely condition your body first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, bro, like, fuck, that's so fuzzy. Yeah, man. yeah. I I found that I think the buzziest part was not cracking my neck. It was finding out I had a, that mm. one of them was old. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that part was like really weird to me because I didn't know. Bro, does it still affect you to this day? Or um, no, I, I can still hear it oh, click yeah. and stuff, but um, it it's all good now. Oh, like, it's yeah, all good. See. I still do like, dude. So when the guy, so the doctor said to me, he goes. Okay, these fractures are very like clean and very yeah. um, dangerous. So I advise that you try not to dance. Mm. But he, the guy told the doctor told me when I was eating, and yeah. you know when you're eating, you don't care about what's happening yeah. around you because you're hungry. Yeah. So he was telling me, and all I could probably hear was, <laughs> dangerous," and I'm just like, "Whatever, dude, I'm eating." Like, mm. and so he kind of advised me to not dance. He was saying, like, the best thing is to not dance at all. Yeah. Which is, like, the worst thing to tell a dancer. Mm, definitely, definitely. Definitely. But he was saying, for your safety, we um we don't know how long it will take to heal and if it even will heal, but we advise that you don't, you cut down your dancing or maybe just try not to dance at all. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, bruv, stuff you. Like, mm. I'm still dancing. And me being stupid and naive when I got out of the hospital, but I was already dancing again. Mm. Not on my head, not b-boying, yeah. but I was still like moving my body around heaps. But yeah. Another another random story. I broke my toe one time from break dancing, so please make sure you train b-boying properly. I did a windmill and my foot went straight down and my toe was like this. Fuck. 
dislocated, but yeah. Damn, Jay. Um, uh, yeah, just one question left, bro. Uh, what's, um, what do you think is the best thing you've learned from your parents? Hmm. Hmm. Service. Hmm. I think the best thing I've learned from my parents is service. And what I mean by that is to serve others, like, hmm. unconditionally. Yeah. I remember growing up, my parents, um, mom and my dad, always would tell me about their upbringing and stuff. And, you know, when they tell you their, their, their whole, like, oh, when I was your age, and you're yeah. like, okay, whatever. But I think I'm very grateful about that because they taught me, like, to always... To always unconditionally put others before you, like serve others, um, as like how you would want to be, um, served or treated, and like help them as much as you can, mm. and so I think from that it just stuck with me, and and not only it wasn't one of those things where they just said it and that was it, like they actioned it too in front of me, like I had so many people, family members that um, would come and stay at our house. Like um, they would come and live with us, like uncles, aunties, cousins, um, all because my parents were like they'd open our home and be like, oh, if you need a place to stay, because they're moving from the islands here, they need a place to stay, and then my mom would also help them find a job by getting them a job at where she works, mm. even as something as simple as washing the dishes, like a kitchen hand, she would get them a job, and just to help until they can get on their feet, and I think. Both hearing it and growing up and seeing it, yeah. it made it, it was embedded into my mind and my heart without me knowing. Mm. So it was like, yeah, it was like they were like nailing it into me and the whole like, make sure you help others and stuff. And we, it wasn't just family too. Like, there were a few times when we would, they would send me to go take food over to like our neighbors who aren't even, who's like, not all of them are Samoan like mm. we have I have a Tongan neighbour and a Maori neighbour and, and they're just around my house and so I remember growing up and when we had food or whatever we got or if someone from Samoa brought like boxes of chips and stuff and yeah. we had heaps of chips they'd be like okay put in the bag can you take this to um, can you take this to our neighbours over there and go to the Maori house go to the Tongan house oh mm. this is from us and like I didn't think it was much yeah. but then I realised how much, it, how good it was for us in the long run because then we had neighbors and we also had like, and and it came back tenfold because not only did they like come, they bring stuff to us, mm-hmm. but also I remember when um, uh, we were away from our house and yep. our neighbors saw um, our neighbors saw suspicious activity mm-hmm. at our house yeah. and they were like. And um, thanks, thanks to them. Shout out to them. Like they, they were like, "Are you guys all right?" Like they came outside and were like, "Are you guys all good? Mm. You guys looking a bit dodgy." Eh? And these guys, they, they said that they just saw two guys like um, hoodies up, and they just like walking around the house, like scoping the house out because our cars weren't there, meaning we were gone. Yeah. And they were scoping the house out, and my neighbor was just like, "You guys all good?" And then they, these two guys were like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah," and they got like startled and then walked away. Mm. And like that's, I think it's mo. And when we came back, obviously they told us, and it's moments like that that like, okay, it comes back, like yeah. it comes back around. Like if you treat them well, they can help you in the long run as well. 
Mm. And so I think that's the one thing out of everything that they've told me. That's the one thing that has um, stuck with me. Mm. It's like, make sure you're always helping if you can, as much as you can. And if you can, like, make sure you're always helping other people and all that stuff. And just be selfless. Mm. And then it'll come back around and stuff. Yo. Shut up, bro. Yeah. Alright, that concludes uh, that concludes our first segment of changing tires with John Vitale. <laughs> okay, and uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 